dominating somebody is a beautiful gift that needs to be honored and cherished. It's not a right. You don't walk around being like, bow before me, my minions. Welcome to my orgasmic life podcast, a show that where we talk about sex, love, relationships and kink. And of course, my favorite part, I share with you my very graphic, very juicy and always entertaining orgasmic life. I'm Guy Morissette, your hostess and your holistic sexual wellness specialist, your trauma healer, your BDSM expert. And of course, your pro dominatrix. Mm. <laughs> the show was inspired to inspire you to support your orgasmic living. Remember, always check the content warning before you listen and make sure you're listening where no one else can hear it. Because you never, ever know what I'm going to say because I always come with an explicit graphic content warning. <laughs> now, strap in and enjoy the show. Welcome. Boom, chicka, wow, wow. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of My Orgasmic Life. I am your BDSM wellness expert, your pro-dominatrix, Empress Gaia. Okay, so... Before we get into our juicy topic, which is don't be an asshole dom, <laughs> I want to give a, I want to take a couple moments to do some housekeeping things. First of all, uh, Belgium, I'm giving a shout out to Belgium. Thank you for being amazing, Belgium, listening, my listeners, I'm in Canada, and I just love that how actually my listening uh, audience in Belgium is growing. I love it. So keep it all up and uh, let me know if you uh, ever need me to come to Belgium, put on some retreats and some workshops. Who knows? All right. If you're from Belgium, reach out to me. I would also love to hear what you thought, what you really enjoy about the show. That goes for all of my listeners. I want to hear your feedback. Please give us feedback. We're changing the, we're changing up the episodes. We're changing up the show. We're making it better. We're doing all sorts of new stuff. So if you like something, let me know. If you don't like something, let us know. Okay. And the ways that you can give us feedback, you can go to Instagram, follow me on Instagram under my orgasmic life podcast, as well as on Facebook, my orgasmic life podcast group. And you can put your comments in with each episode under the link of each episode. All right. Now, just a loving reminder to all my amazing audience that just like get so excited at times. When you are reaching out to me, please be giving me feedback about the show or reaching out to hire me professionally. I am not available for sex, dating, marriage, or having anybody's babies. Just a loving reminder. <laughs> all right. So. How not to be an asshole dom. And when I say dom, it's non-gender. So you can be any gender of a, that you identify as a dominant. And I'm referring to you all who choose to behave in this manner. 
So why do I want to do this episode? I want to do this episode for a couple different reasons. The first reason is, is that I have a bunch of friends recently who are looking for um, their own personal dom um, in their own relationship dynamics. And um, they, you know, I've heard all these horrible dating stories and horrible behaviors and just like awful shit, awful shit. And so I thought, well, you know what? If you're new and you're new to the world of BDSM and you're new to the community, BDSM community, you may not know that your behavior is coming off as abusive, disrespectful, an asshole, jerk base. <laughs> you may not know that. You may think that because you identify as being a dom or a dominant, that this is the appropriate behavior. And so I thought I would do an episode um, to showcase that those are not, that these particular behaviors are not sexy, okay? And are quite disrespectful. And for all the submissives who are out there who are like, I know, and you're looking and you need some support, you can reach out to me and we can create some profiles and help you with some vetting process. Also, I created, I did a really fantastic three episodes that you might really love if you're in the BDSM dating world, okay? So the first episode is uh, episode 48, BDSM dating. That's a good episode to start. Then BDSM, or then episode 49, there was a series three. Episode 49 is find your dream submissive. And episode 50 is find your dream dom. Those episodes go into depth, what you're looking for, what you need. Check it out. You might really enjoy it. Okay. So let's talk about what it means to be a good dom. Well, being a dom is holding space. It's about allowing people to choose, consensually choose to surrender to you, to consensually decide to go into an empower exchange interaction with you. Um, it's about you just hold space and you allow others to negotiate what they want to experience with you. Versus what I see far too often is a commanding and an expectation that if you see somebody colored at an event, for example, that you expect them to, that they're your sub or that they need to refer to you as master blah, 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 or sir, blah, 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 or mistress, blah, blah, blah. When that's, and, and to be submissive to you, even though that's not an agreement that they have made is not consensual and expecting somebody to do that without having a conversation with them is incredibly disrespectful. And because it's not consensual, you ordering people around is abusive. <laughs> okay, so this is really important. <sighs> now, 
there are circumstances in the community, in the BDSM community that's all over the world where it may be high protocol situations where everybody has titles. You might be in the leather community where everybody has earned their titles. So it's like the equivalent of calling somebody Dr. So-and-so. But if you are in casual munch situations or at a BDSM event that is low protocol and the protocol hasn't been decided and hasn't discussed it, then when you go to meet somebody, introduce yourself as your name without necessarily your title. Or you can say, this is my FET name and this is what you can call me. Before you assume that they should call you master, sir, uh, mistress, lord, leather pants. <laughs> and then the extended version of this <laughs> episode that will be available for my Patreon people, I will talk to you about lord, leather pants <laughs> and where that comes from. Okay. So, you really want to honor and respect everybody is your equal because you haven't gone into a negotiation that there is a power exchange that is consensual. Don't assume somebody's wearing a collar that they're submissive. They may be submissive to one person, not the whole world. They may like just to wear a collar. There's lots of people who just like wearing collars and has nothing to do with the power exchange or the kink. They might be part of their kink and have nothing to do with doing, uh, seeing themselves as submissive or dominant or any kind of power exchange. So please just, when you meet people in the community, just meet them like you meet normal people. And I hate to use the word normal people, but in, in a, in a situation where there isn't these roles. Again, you don't need to people if you are, okay, so if you are dominant, like I am. Again, for those who don't know, um, my power hierarchy in my relationships and how I move in the world in the kink world is I am a dom. I am a pro-dom, I am a dom um, across the board, except for I have one master, one person in the whole entire world that I have agreed and we have this beautiful bond and this beautiful relationship where I have, we have agreed to have this beautiful power exchange where I surrender and let go for him and for him alone. And so there's nothing worse than being at an event with him for me to be in my, you know, my beautiful collar and very much submitting and being a good submissive for my one master and having some other asshole dom think that they get to dominate me, top me, boss me around, order me around, expect me that I'm going to, um, you know, service them at an event. And trust me, that doesn't go well for them. 
Yes, I'm incredibly not only dominant, but I'm also incredibly alpha. And so I'm good with sharing, sharing space, sharing energy, sharing power, sharing all those kind of things. But if somebody tries to top me without my consent or respect, that's not going to go well. People have been known to cry and it's not me. <laughs> so the point is, is that don't make those assumptions. Another thing that I'm seeing and I'm hearing a lot from my friends who are in the BDSM dating world right now that they're struggling with is that this idea that if you identify as being a dom, that immediately somebody should uh, give over their power to you. Fuck no. That's something that's earned. And I think this is really important. Being somebody's dom, dominating somebody is a beautiful gift that needs to be honored and cherished. It's not a right. You don't walk around being like, bow before me, my minions. You're all worthless minions. Unless you've had a conversation with all those minions and they're all willing to bow to you and it's all negotiated and it's all good. But walking in the world, assuming that others are going to do that makes you abusive, makes you disrespectful, makes you not actually a true, healthy, non-toxic dominant. Non-toxic doms respect others, respect others Others, period. I, I don't even need to explain that. It's just it, you respect everybody. And if somebody is going to surrender to you, it's an honor. And it's an honor that they feel safe enough to trust you to do so. And it's an honor that you need to earn. It's not a, it's not a right. It's something that you need to earn. And what are you going to do with that beautiful honor? Are you going to take care? There's, there's lots of responsibilities. This is really important to understand that being a dominant means there's a lot of work. It's actually way more work as a dom. You think externally, you look at it and you're like, wow, people do all this stuff for you. And, and like everybody wants to you know, worship you and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, but it's a lot of work. You got to take care of them. You got to make sure they're emotionally well taken care of. They're doing, you got aftercare. You got, like, there's a lot of stuff that goes into it. That's the beautiful gift of the power exchange. They get to not care. They get to not be in charge and not think. And you do the responsibility and the thinking as the exchange. So if you step into this idea that I like to be bossy, being bossy doesn't make you a dominant. That just makes you a control freak. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I also am a control freak and a recovering one until that times. okay? So there's no judgment in that, but there's a huge difference in those things. What else do I want to say about don't be an asshole dom? Please don't become a Lord leather pants. Um, well, first of all, the one thing I do want to say is 
I created this incredible online course that will help you be a great dom. If you're like, I want to learn to be a great dom. I want to be able to hold that space of safety and trust and people surrender because they feel safe and they trust me. And I want to help them be the best version of themselves. And in exchange of that, they give me these beautiful gifts of, of trust and surrender and, and, you know, worship and service and all sorts of beautiful things. And you want to learn how to be a great Dom? Take that course. <laughs> it's fantastic. Okay, so don't become a Lord Leather Pants. Be respectful. Be respectful of everybody that you come in contact with in the community. Do not assume somebody's wearing a collar that they are yours to boss around or try to dominate. Um, when you are dating people, um, you, they need you need to prove you're, you're safe because like let's be honest they're going to surrender to you might behave in, and might end up in some activities that are pretty intense so like bondage uh for example right so if they're going to feel safe enough to surrender to you for you to tie them up or restrain them in any capacity and take away their control of the situation, you better not be crazy. And you better have earned that. And if you expect that people are just going to give that over to you without any showing up, being there for them, letting them ask you lots of questions, making having them interview you, then that means that you're not actually moving from that place of respect, which you're moving from is potentially dangerous and potentially abusive and incredibly harmful. And if somebody willingly is ready when they first meet you, like they haven't even done, you haven't had like an in-person conversation, you haven't gone over a conversation about hard limits lists, you haven't had expectations conversations, you haven't done any of those things. And they are like, yes, totally bend me over and spank me or, or gag me or breath play or tie me up. That means that there's potentially a problem that the person doesn't love themselves enough. And there's probably some woundedness and trauma based there. So all of you good doms <laughs> who are like, whoa, that's, it's a red flag. Okay. Make sure that that's a red flag. It's like, whoa, there's something going on here. And everybody else who's like looking for a dom, if that dom isn't wanting to have those conversations with you and asking you lots of questions and wanting you to ask them lots of questions, then that's also a potential problem because that means that they don't understand the importance of building that trust. So pay, be wary, be very, very, very wary. The other thing that's really important that I've seen a lot of, sadly, is people uh, playing in the kink world under the influence of intoxication. And uh, it's very important 
on both ends of the spectrum that people be sober enough to make consensual decisions and to be able to be aware enough of what's going on in their body. So dangerous death, injuries, these kinds of things don't happen because some of the BDSM kink activities can be incredibly dangerous. Fun, if done sane, consensual, <laughs> safe, sane, and consensual, they're fantastic. If not, bad things can happen. So if people are under the influence, they can't make those discerning choices. And the dom or the dominance, whoever that happens to be, has to be super vigilantly aware. Because if they're not super vigilantly aware, things can go sideways really, really quickly. And injuries can happen. So that's another piece. If you're planning on showing up at a play party, make sure you're sober. If you're gonna play, be sober. If you're gonna play with somebody, make sure that they can make decisions so they can give consent. It's important to negotiate scenes so that you have consent. If this is a new play partner or a one-time experience, if it's an ongoing play partner, make sure you have a full conversation about hard limits, um, health concerns, um, physical concerns, emotional concerns, trauma-based, like all these things need to be talked about so it's safe. And again, being a dom isn't about the power of it. That's the happy byproduct of it. But if you are really power-hungry monger, then you're probably acting like an asshole dom. You're not coming from a place of respect. Of, your, of, of others. And so I would lovingly invite you to re-look at what being a dom means and why do you want to be one? Is it just because you want to be an abusive? You want to be controlling and abusive? then you might wanna seek out some support and help to heal those things so that you can drop into holding space and receiving the power, not taking anybody's power away from them. You don't wanna take anybody's power away from them. You want them to gift you the power. In a, as that's why it's called power exchange. There's an exchange that happens. It's not one-sided where you take. Taking is toxic exchanging is healthy. <laughs> okay. So again, if you want to learn to be a great dom, go check out my online, how to be a great dom workshop. And you can find that at um, gaiamorissette.com under the, my online programs. Now you were like, it's kind of intense. Gaia. I know. I know. Wasn't nearly as fun as some of my other episodes. <laughs> That's okay. We need to have these conversations sometimes. And if you're like, ooh, I totally want to find out about Lord Leather Pants <laughs> and where that comes from, come become a, don't forget to become a Patreon member so you can listen to the extended version that has the story of Lord Leather Pants.
<laughs> all right. Don't forget to give feedback, you know, all the places. And if you need support, please visit GaiaMorissette.com. And if you're going to hire me and reach out to me, it's because you really want to share some feedback about the episode that you just listened to, or you're like, I really need your support and you want to hire me. And a loving reminder, I am not available for naked pictures, having anybody's bibbies, getting married or having sex with anybody. Okay. Have a good day. Mwah. Bye-bye. Hmm. Well, I hope today's episode inspired you, encouraged you, and of course, made you feel tingly inside. <laughs> I just want to take a moment to tell you how much I appreciate the time that you spend and how I really deeply appreciate you listening. I do it for you guys, the audience, and I love and adore you guys. So quick loving reminder, I am not available for naked pictures, getting married, having sex, or having anybody's babies. And when you want to spend more time with me in a professional capacity as your coach, your teacher, your educator, your facilitator, um, you can reach me at GaiaMorissette.com. That's the gateway to all things Gaia. Now, if you're like, oh, I really wonder what's in the extended version. <laughs> well, find out at Patreon. Come join my Patreon for not only the extended version of this episode, but also bonus content behind the scenes, all sorts of juicy, juicy stuff. I also lovingly invite you to follow me on Instagram, which the handle is My Orgasmic Life Podcast, where you can leave feedback and comments. Also, come join me on Facebook at My Orgasmic Life Podcast Facebook group. And I really want to hear from you. I want to know how this show affected you. Did you what did you learn? Was it inspirational? Did you agree? Do you disagree? Um, you know, I want I want to know because I'm a little bit of a voyeur. So I want to know what, how am I affecting you? <laughs> so please, please, please come leave some comments. Now, if you're like, but I don't want everybody to know what I'm thinking, which is okay. Sometimes we need privacy and we need to be anonymous. So you would like that option, we have that. You can email my slutty assistant, Layla at GaiaMorissette.com. Okay, listeners, until next time, may your life be filled with sexy exploration and orgasmic pleasure. Bye-bye.